Greetings, Brother Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yah's Laws and Commandments. Shabbat Shalom, everybody. I pray your Sabbath is going good or went good whenever you listen to this. I want to thank you for tuning in, and I pray that we all would grow, increase, and multiply in our understanding of Yahweh's laws and commandments. Today I want to share with you uh, something I've entitled The Messianic Message and that we would renew our minds. Remember Paul said in Romans 12 2 that we needed to renew our minds to Yahweh's Word and we know His Word is his laws and commandments because when Paul wrote that there was nothing called the New Testament there was nothing called the book of Romans or the book of Corinthians or the book of Ephesians so on and so forth and so whenever the quote-unquote New Testament quotes or refers to the word the word is the Torah the Word is the Prophets, the Book of Psalms. The Word is the Tanakh. And we need to renew our minds to Yahweh's laws and commandments, to what the Tanakh says about things and what the, the Renewed Covenant, what it actually does is it confirms the... Old Covenant, or the First Covenant, the Only Covenant, it confirms it, it renews it, adds a little um, more things to it, takes it further than what it was in the beginning. Um, I don't want to go into that because I don't want to get sidetracked, but my, my thought is... What I want to share with you is that most of us have been taught that it, the scriptures, the Bible, is a Christian message. That's what most of us have been taught. That's what has been applied to us. So if you're Lutheran, you look at it that it has a Lutheran message, or if you're Episcopalian, or you're Baptist, your Word of Faith, you're Pentecostal, you're Apostolic, um, whatever the non-denominational, you think, and it's just embedded in you, sometimes not, no, not purposely, but it was just, it's just there, that when we read the Scriptures, we think that it's a Christian message. That everything that is in it lines up with Christianity or Catholicism. And so we need to look at and begin to see this that the New Testament when Yahshua came on the scene, he came 
ministering a messianic message, a messianic kingdom that is, that is based on Torah, that is based on Yah's laws and commandments, and that he came for a messianic people, the children of Israel. He came to minister to the children of Israel. He was sent by Yahweh to forgive the children of Israel's sins. He's not talking about the worlds. He's not talking about people in Europe or people that are outside of Israel. He's not talking about America. He's talking to and about the people of Israel. And I just, the last few weeks, this just keeps coming and it keeps coming and it keeps coming. And I realize that at least in part it's coming because I need to hear it. I need to understand it. And also, it's coming because faith comes by hearing. And hearing by what the scriptures say. And so, when we look at the scriptures, um, here's some that we went over the last time. In Acts chapter 2, verse 5, it says, There were dwelling at Jerusalem... Jews, devout men, out of every nation. Now, it wasn't out of every nation the way you and I would think it. It wasn't out of the nation of Canada. It wasn't out of the nation of the Philippines at that time. It wasn't out of the nation of Jamaica or the United States or Germany. It was out of the nations around Israel, around Jerusalem. So, we see here that Peter was talking to, right after the day of Pentecost, he was talking to devout men that were Hebraic, that were of Israel. In verse 22, Peter addresses you men of Israel. Hear these words. In Acts chapter 3, verse 12, it says, You men of Israel, why are you marveling at this miracle? That was when the crippled man uh, got his healing in his ankles. In Acts chapter 4, verse 8, it says, You rulers of the people and elders of Israel. So this is becoming so clear that the focal people were the children of Israel. All 12 tribes of the children of Israel. Not just the Jews, which was of Judah, but every aspect of Israel. Okay, now we know in Matthew 10, verse 2, that... Yeshua, I believe it's verse 2 here, let's just turn there, uh, verse 6, verse 5 and 6, Yeshua says to the disciples, go into the way, go not into the way of the Gentiles, 
non-Hebrews. But go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel, because all twelve tribes were scattered because of them disobeying Yah's laws and commandments. <clears throat> and then we see that they went and he told them that they were anointed to heal the sick, cast out devils, uh, cleanse the lepers. To whom? Those that were demonized in Israel, those that were sick in Israel, those that were had lepers in Israel, not those that were just of anybody and anywhere, but specifically to the children of Israel. See, we have to understand that the Bible is a messianic story of a Hebrew Elohim about the children of Israel, their, their good things and their bad things, and it is a message that Yahshua came to save them, them who? Them in Israel from their sins. Matthew 1.21, Matthew being a Hebrew, he's talking to a Hebrew man named Yosef. And he, and he said that Yahshua came to save Israel from their sins. That's the context. And so we see that in Luke chapter 10, verses 17 through 19, after Yeshua sent them, the disciples returned and said, Even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Sickness was subject unto them through thy name. Disease was subject unto them through thy name. Well, who did he go to? The children of Israel. They did not go to Syria uh, and to the places in Syria where they were not children of Israel. He did not go to Rome. He did not go to the Romans. He did not go to the pagans. He did not go to the Corinthians yet. He did not do all that. We need to comprehend that this message that is in the scriptures that we read is a messianic message. And see what Christianity and Catholicism has done and other false religions have done, they have tried to make it a different message than the message that it was intended. And the message that it was intended was a messianic message. And so if you want salvation from the Hebrew Elohim, from our Father, from the Creator, from Yahshua's Father, Yahweh, then you have to do what all other Messianics had to do. Now see, there wasn't much teaching in the Renewed Covenant about you needing to keep the Sabbath and you needing to obey Torah and you needing to learn Torah because that was already a done deal. That was already um, knowledge that anybody that knew anything about Israel knew that if you wanted to participate in Hebraic 
<clears throat> salvation, you had to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. You needed to keep the Sabbath, so on and so forth. And the Messiah did not came to change that. He came to make a way so that you and I could be empowered by His Spirit to obey the Sabbath, to obey His feast days, to obey all, all other restrictions and commandments that were intended for the children of Israel. And you know, I had a friend once said, well, all this is just for Israel. And in a, and in a, uh, there is a amount of truth that he was saying that in order for you to be born again, you need to be grafted into Israel. So most of us were taught, quote unquote, a Christian message, a message of Catholicism. And that message is contrary to the Messianic message. The Messianic message is we need to continue obeying God's laws and commandments. John 8, 31, 32. If you continue in my word. And then the epistle of John chapter 2 says that you're a liar. Any, anyone that says they don't obey God's laws and commandments, he or she is a liar. And so we see in Matthew 15, 24, that this Canaanite woman came to Yahshua and he said, and she wanted deliverance for her child, and he said, No, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now this lady kept pressing him with her faith and kept acknowledging that which what he was saying, which is in line with Torah, was truth. And she had to have some understanding of Torah because she knew he was from the lineage of David. And eventually, he said, I have not found so great a faith, no, not in Israel. And he granted her her request. So, we see, and you can go through um, the book of Acts, and you can see just how much this message is a messianic message. The Jews in Paul's day got upset because they thought he turned his back on Torah. And Paul actually said that he keeps Torah and all the prophets. Now, one of the things about Christianity changing and Catholicism changing the message of the scriptures from a messianic message to a Christian message, Catholicism message, they changed everything they could possibly change to line that up. They changed the the number one day of worship of the Shabbat to the first day of the week, which already, before they changed this in the third century, was already a day committed to the day of the worship of sun gods. So Catholicism 
and Christianity changed it, went along with it. They also changed Yah's name over six or seven thousand times from Yahweh to L-O-R-D and G-O-D, which are representing the gods of sun gods, Gad, the god of fortune, and Baal. And so whenever you use those names, you may think you are calling upon the Creator's name, but you are calling upon sun gods. And when you say Lord J-E-S-U-S, you are really calling upon sun gods, even though in your minds you think you're calling upon the Savior. But the Savior, that was never his name. That name didn't even come about to the 16th century. So when you learn that, you will see just how much they've tried to change it from a messianic message, a messianic messiah, to a sun god message, to a sun god messiah. And when you understand this, you will begin to see that the scriptures are messianic. Now, here's two scriptures um, that I found this week or that just came to me and it just confirmed this, that this is a messianic message. And if you want to be part of the Heavenly Father's kingdom, the only way is to come through the door. And the door is Yahshua HaMashiach. Not J-E-S-U-S and not anybody else. And if you want to be part of His eternal kingdom, you have to begin to receive and accept the fact that the gospel is a messianic gospel. The word gospel in the Hebrew, this I learned this week, means messianic message. So whenever you talk about the gospel, whenever you read something that says preach the gospel, what it's really saying is preach the messianic message. Teach the messianic message. Prophesy the messianic message. Not the Lutheran message. Not the Catholicism message. Not the word of faith message. Not the non-denominational message. Not the Baptist message. But the messianic message. And that is what Paul preached. That is what Peter preached. That is what all throughout the renewed covenant is all about. They didn't have to go into the depth like was in, you know, the Torah about his laws and commandments because they were already built upon that foundation. But they needed to come back to it. Many of them have had accepted the rabbi's man-made laws that were added to Torah and they were living more by them than by Yahweh's laws and commandments. And Yeshua came and corrected them. Paul came and corrected that. 
And he, we're not to live by the rabbi's added laws, but we're to live by what thus saith Yahweh. We're to live by keeping the Sabbath, not the first day of the week. We are to live by calling him his name, Yah, Yahweh, Yahshua. And I know there's different pronunciations. Some say Yeshua, some say Yahushua, you know, some say Yahuwah. But nonetheless, <clears throat> excuse me, but nonetheless, it's a messianic message. It's a messianic message. It is not a word of faith or any other non-denominational type message. And that is what we need to preach. That is what we need to teach. And if that is what is not being taught, then it is a false God. It is a, a false messianic message. And see here, let's just turn real quickly to Galatians uh, chapter 1 verse 6 and again Paul is ministering to the brethren verse 2 says and all the brethren who are the brethren they are the children of Israel okay then he says I marvel that you are so removed from him that called you into the grace of the Messiah unto another good news unto another gospel is what most versions say but this Hebraic version interpret it correctly translates it correctly to another good news which is not another but there be some that trouble you and would pervert the good news or the messianic message of the Messiah. So it says right here, people were getting in and trying to pervert, change, twist the messianic message. And then he says in verse 8, But though we are an, or an angel from heaven, preach another any other good news, now what's any other good news? The good news is the Torah. The good news is that Yahshua kept it so that by his empowerment, by the power of the Spirit and by his grace and power, we too can walk by faith and keep it. And if we fall short or if we sin and disobey it, we have an advocate with the Father, Messiah Yeshua. It's not about that the law has been done away with. It's not about the law has been canceled or Yah's commandments have been canceled. That just makes no sense. That creates a lawless society. But if we do fall short, then we have an advocate with the Father. And if your heart is to obey Yah's laws and commandments, if he has written his laws and commandments on your mind and in your heart, and if you have been born from above, set apart by a set-apart spirit to a set-apart set apart laws and commandments, see, when you obey his laws and commandments, they're going to set you apart from Christianity, from Catholicism, and from the gods of this world. You will stick out like a sore thumb. 
you'll be like a bull in a china closet. But he says, if anyone preaches you anything other than Torah, basically, anything other than the good news which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. What was the good news that Paul knew? Torah. What was the good news that Paul lived by? Yahweh's laws and commandments. And when Yeshua manifested himself to him and revealed to him that you are persecuting my brethren, Paul had a conversion. He didn't do away with Yah's laws and commandments, but he realized that Paul realized he was living somehow pervertedly and deceptively into the rabbis' laws and commandments. The rabbis added to the Torah, and that's what um, Paul was living by when he was persecuting the saints. And when Yahshua appeared to him in Acts chapter 9, that was all changed. And he repented of it. He turned away from those added man-made laws and commandments, just like you and I have to turn away from the gods of this world. We have to turn away from Catholicism. We have to turn away from false religions. We have to turn away from man-made religions. We have to turn away from Christianity or Word of Faith or non-denominational or Lutheran or Episcopal or whatever the case may be. We have to turn away from it and we have to turn towards Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, back to those two scriptures. I got a few more to go over concerning turning to Yahweh. Write that down. You need to turn away. That's repentance, Acts 3.19. And you have to turn to, turn, turn towards Yahweh and His laws and commandments. See, and that's what the early believers knew when they were introduced to the Messianic message. And the Messianic message is founded upon Torah and is established through Yahshua HaMashiach. And that you turn away from man-made laws and you turn to Yahweh and to His laws and commandments. It's not that His laws and commandments have done away with and you can just do whatever you want. It, it's that you obey His laws and commandments, you turn to Yahweh, and when you turn to Yahweh, He has a set of standards in which He is calling you and I to live by, the same set of standards that Yahshua lived by, the same set of standards the early believers lived by. And in order to embrace the Messianic message, in order to be saved from eternal damnation and separation from Yahweh, we have to embrace His laws and commandments and say, yes, I see this in the Scripture, I accept them, and I now choose and desire and to walk by faith towards obeying them. And Yahweh, teach me. Yahweh, lead me across other anointed men and women of Yah to teach me, also to walk with me, to help me. When I fall down and scrape my knees, not only are you there to pick me up, 
but they are there to help me. And that we will not forsake the assembling of ourselves together under the banner of the Messiah, under the banner of Yah's laws and commandments. Anyways, in Matthew 8, <clears throat> in verse 16 it says, When evening was come, they brought unto him many that were possessed with devils. And this was in Israel. And these were people of Israel. And he cast out the spirits with his word and healed all that were sick. And you could just put, in Israel, of Israel. Because that's who he's talking to. That it might be fulfilled or that it might be carried out. Which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet saying, Himself took our, notice the word, our infirmity and bear our sicknesses. Okay, this was a quote from Isaiah 53, 4, again going back to the Torah, that it was Yeshua carried out the prophecy. He didn't end it. He didn't do away with it, just like in Matthew 5, 17, uh, here, let's just turn there real quickly. It says, Okay, 5.17 Think not that I am come to destroy the law or, or the prophets. I have not come to destroy but to fulfill... And in the Hebrew, that means to carry out. Yahshua carried out the law. Yahshua carried out the prophets. He carried out the Torah. He took it upon himself because he was the Torah. He was the Word. And he carried it. He carried it out. He didn't bring it to an end. He carried it out. He established it. Okay? And so back to Isaiah 8, 8, 17, that himself took our, our infirmities. Now we know Paul, uh, Matthew was Hebrew. We know that Yahshua said that he was sent to only the lost sheep of the house of Israel. He was mis ministering in and around Israel. He was ministering to Judah and to the children of Israel and the hour he took our infirmities refers to not the world's but Israel's and he took our sicknesses not the world's but Israel's sicknesses when Yahshua went to the tree and look at this Matthew 1 21 and she shall bring forth a son and thou shalt call his name Yeshua for he shall save his people his people his people not pagans 
Not blasphemers. Not people that are part of false religion or adding to Torah or people that are of sun god deities or people that were going to establish a new religion. No. He said he shall save his people from their sins. So when Yahshua went to the tree, he paid the price for the sins of Israel. Now, when you and I accept Yahshua, when you and I accept this is a messianic message written to the children of Israel, for the children of Israel, and that we believe in the Elohim of Israel. And we are willing to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments just like they were in the book of in the Torah in Exodus and Deuteronomy that the foreigners there was only one law and if they wanted to become part of Israel all they had to do was accept Yahweh and his laws and commandments turn to Yahweh turned to his laws and commandments, and they were grafted in. And the same is true through the Messiah. Now, it's just not the Messiah alone, because Scripture says all over it's through faith and good works, meaning obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Now, obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments alone will not get you into salvation. You need Yahshua. All right. What we see here, that he came to save his people. He came to save his people. Now, let's see if we can find this anywhere else. Let's go back to Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. This is, this is just so, um, this is so, just so, not only interesting, it's revelation, it's understanding the proper foundation and context of the scriptures, that it's a messianic message. It has always been a messianic message. Now, Catholicism and Christianity have tried to change it to be something other than what it was intended. But praise Yahweh that He's opened our eyes. And there are many other people, you know, they might be teetering on the fence trying to, to, to serve the pagan deities, you know, Sunday, calling them Lord, all this other stuff. They keep they try to keep the Sabbath, but they still go shopping. They still do all this other stuff on the Shabbat. But nonetheless, we're just praying that those that are not of Israel, are, they are lost, that they would be restored and turn to Yahweh's laws and commandments. In verse 4 it says, 
who gave himself, now we know that he's speaking to the brethren, because we learned that a few minutes ago in verse 2. He's speaking to Israel. And then it says, who gave himself for our sins. Not for the world's sins. Not for the ungodly sins. We want to tell people that. And they, they, they just keep dwelling in their sins. He came for our sins. And it says, notice it says in verse 3, Grace, peace to you, and peace from Yahweh the Father, and from our Master, Yeshua HaMashiach. <laughs> our Master, Israel's Master, who gave Himself for our Israel's sins. Now, does that line up with Matthew one twenty one? That the angel said to Joseph that he will come for the sins of Israel and save Israel from their sins. Save his people. Who was his people? Judah or Israel. Now Judah is just a part of Israel. So, this is a messianic message. It is a messianic message. We need to comprehend that. We need to understand that. Now, let's turn, as I begin to wind this down, to Second Chronicles. Chapter 15. You need to really read chapters 14 and 15. Also, we're going to turn to Zechariah chapter 1. So, in 2 Chronicles, here I'm going to try to pull this up on my uh, phone. Um, well, let's read, since I'm here, Zechariah chapter 1. Let's go there, and then we'll go to, to Zechariah. Okay, it says, In the eighth month of Darius' second year as king, Yahweh spoke his word to the prophet Zechariah. Yahweh was very angry with your ancestors. Okay, now this is the message in the Torah, and it is the continuation of this in the Renewed Covenant, or in what's called the New Testament. Acts 3.19 says that we need to repent, turn away from the gods of this world, and we need to turn to Yah's laws and commandments, okay? Verse 3 says, tell the people, this is Yahweh. Return to me. Now why does he say return? Because that is evident they were at one time serving him. He said, return to me, declares Yahweh, and I will return to you. 
Don't be like your ancestors who heard the earlier prophets preach to them. This is what Yahweh says. Turn from your evil ways and your evil deeds. But they didn't listen or pay attention to, to me, declares Yahweh. And that's the way a lot of people are today. They don't listen to the messianic message. They don't listen to that we need to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Yahshua said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. Your ancestors, where are they now? And the prophets, are they still alive? Didn't my warnings and my laws, which I've commanded my servants, the prophets, to preach, finally catch up with your ancestors? Then your ancestors turned away from their sins, said Yahweh, has done to us what he has planned to do. He has dealt with us as our ways and deeds. All right, now just keep studying that, that you can read that whole thing, but go to Second Chronicles, and again, read chapters 14 and 15, but we're going to just look at a few verses for time's sake in Second Chronicles chapter 15. It says, Azariah went to Asha and said to him, Listen to me, Asa, as how I think you pronounce it. Listen to me, all you men from Judah and Benjamin. Again, children of Israel. Yahweh is with you when you are with him. If you will dedicate your lives to serving him, he will accept you. That is the messianic message of today. That is the messianic message that was in Paul's day, in Peter's day, in the first three centuries day. It was until the third century when Catholicism and Christianity began to try to pervert it and change it. And the messianic message is simple. If you'll dedicate your lives to Yahweh and obey His laws and commandments, you'll be accepted by Him, and all those that call upon His name will be saved. What does that mean? All those that call upon not just His name, when you call upon His name, you're calling upon His person. You're calling upon everything that He is. You're calling upon and turning to His laws and commandments. And when you turn to Yahweh, and when you turn to Yahweh's laws and commandments, and when you turn to His Savior that came for His people, you'll be grafted in, and you'll be saved. That is the Messianic message. You need to write that down. You need to learn that and go over and go over and over and over this truth and until it becomes part of you, like your social security number, your phone number, your address. And then you need to teach it. You need to preach it. You need to go into all of the world of Israel and preach it. And you need to let people know that if they want to come out of paganism, if they want to come out of their false religions, what they have to do 
is turn to Yahweh, obey Yah's laws and commandments, accept the Savior that came only for the Messianic people, the children of Israel, and begin to, to live for them, for Him. And it says, if you dedicate your lives to serving Him, He will accept you. But if you abandon Him, if you abandon Him, He will abandon you. How do you abandon Him? By abandoning His laws and commandments. By abandoning what He says and how He says to live. For a long time, Israel was without the true Elohim. Without a priest who taught correctly. And without Moses' teachings or the Torah. See, many people are being taught things and it, they take verse, this verse out of this scripture and this verse out of this scripture to just introduce whatever topic they're teaching. And some of those topics are biblical, like healing, deliverance, forgiveness. But they're missing the whole point. And the point is, you got to go through the door, you have to obey and turn to Yahweh. If you're not turning to Yahweh, he didn't say turn to L-O-R-D. He didn't say turn to G-O-D. He didn't say turn to J-E-S-U-S. He didn't turn, say to turn to pagan deities. He said to turn to Yahweh and obey his laws and commandments. And then it says, <clears throat> verse 4, But when they were in trouble, and that's the way it is, when we're in trouble, they turned to Yahweh, Elohim of Israel. And when they searched for him, he let them find him. And you just need to keep reading the rest of the story, as Paul Harvey used to say. But nonetheless, this lets us know that this is foundational, turning to Yahweh. The Messianic message is Torah foundation, is a Torah foundation. That if you want to have the salvation that is promised only to Israel, if you want to have deliverance and salvation, <clears throat> the children's bread that is promised only to Israel, then you need to turn to Yahweh, you need to turn away from the gods of this world. You need to turn away from the false gods, pagan gods, deities, the L-O-R-Ds of this world, the G-O-Ds of this world, the J-E-S-U-S's of this world. And remember, that name didn't exist. That's an invention. So the J.E.S. are trying to present to you, trying to get you to think that it was the Messiah, that J.E.S.U.S. never existed. The only Messiah that existed is the Yahshua that was born of Yahweh through Miriam in Matthew 1. And we need to call him by his name. We need to learn his name. Because when you keep using a false name, you are giving homage and honor to those false deities. To that deception. To that false religion. You need to 
turn away from that. You need to turn to Yahweh and you need to accept His laws and commandments and dedicate your life to live according to His laws and commandments. Dedicate your life to Yahshua and to the Messianic message. And just as Yahshua sent the twelve, he then in, in Luke sent the seventy-two, he will then send you and I to the children of Israel, the lost tribes of the house of Israel, to let them know that this message is the message from the foundation of the world, from Yahweh, who sent the Messiah to make a way because before if we disobeyed his laws and commandments we were toast. And you can read that in Chronicles here that when anybody that chose not to obey his laws and commandments they were put to death. Fortunately for us that Yahweh has much more mercy. And remember what Paul said, that Yahweh doesn't want anyone to perish, but he wants them to come to the knowledge of the truth. What is the only truth? The Torah. The Messianic message. That you need to turn away from the gods of this world. You need to turn to Yahweh. You need to turn to keep his laws and commandments. And you need to turn to Yahshua. So, Father, we just thank you for this word, for this teaching. And, Father, we receive it. And just like Peter stepped out of the boat to go unto Yahshua, all because Yahshua said, come, Peter began to walk on the water. So, we turn away from the gods of this world. And we turn to you, Yahweh. And we turn to Yahshua. And we turn to your laws and commandments. And we seek and we dedicate our life to live according to them. And we ask you, Father, of any past, present, or even future ways that we disobey your laws or commandments, we ask you to forgive us. And we ask you to cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And Father, we thank you for your grace. We thank you for the empowerment of your spirit to empower us to obey your laws and commandments. And Father, we bless you. Father, we honor you. Father, we worship you in the power of your name. Now, if you want to connect with us, our website is YahwehYeshuaAssembly.com. You can connect with us on Facebook or you can connect with me on Facebook, Mark Pulley, or... We have a Facebook page, Yahweh Yeshua Assembly. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make His face shine upon you. Yahweh give you peace. Yahweh make a way for you where there seems to be no way. Incur be encouraged. Preach the Messianic message. Teach the Messianic message in the power of your name. And we thank you for it, Father, in Yeshua's name.